Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Astrologer Bill Atride radio show. I'm Bill Atride, uh, and this is the 14th show that we've done in 2019, and we're continuing our look at the current situation, uh, as I call it, Where Are We Now, Part 3, where I continue to look at the chart of Donald Trump and, and what has been happening here in the USA and the drive or rise towards uh, impeachment hearings now uh, that we're that are being considered and and to maybe look at some of the other people on the stage of history now that are that are significant in this regard so I thought uh, in addition to just reviewing Donald Trump's uh, uh, chart and what's happening in it right now we'd also look at Rudy Giuliani's chart um, and also I thought just given recent news I'd look at John Bolton's chart and then on the other side, uh, so to speak, I would then consider maybe looking at uh, Nancy Pelosi's chart and uh, Adam Schiff and maybe Jerry Nadler uh, just to sort of round it out. But we'll see what we can get to. And I'm going to, again, um, uh, look at those and considering what's happening here. And again, also always taking into account what's happening in the chart of the USA at this time and how significant that is. So, um, but as always, if you have uh, questions about this, uh, later on I'll open up uh, the, um, the lines to your questions and I see several of you already holding on there. So just be patient and I hopefully will get to you uh, sooner than later. Um, but also um, if you wanna make a suggestion for a show or ask me questions before a show and then call in, Certainly, you can contact me by my email, which is billattride at gmail.com. That's B-I-L-L-A-T-T-R-I-D-E at gmail.com. Also, just by Googling my name, you can find my contact information, uh, probably including my, my, my phone number there on uh, my Facebook Astrologer Bell Atride page or in the blog. Um, so, and many ways to reach me with questions, both of g- general nature like this or personal. And if you certainly want to get a reading, well, that's what I do. I've been doing that for 40 years and, and having a good time with that. So I'd be happy to uh, do a reading for any one of you if you wish to do that. Um, and I, I hope to have another show in the next couple of weeks. Try to keep doing at least two per month if I can do that. And I'm trying Sundays as opposed to Saturdays now to see how that goes for people. And it seems to be doing okay um so let's let's and then again i also want to do a little bit um before we turn to the questions from you uh just as a heads up for all of us today as you all may know it's the it's the new moon um and it's a rather strong one uh, as the moon catches up to the sun in the next few hours it's also opposite our good planet uranus so it should be quite a shakeup of a new moon coming up here in the next many weeks Uh, since it configures with that planet Uranus, which is going to figure so strongly in a lot of the charts we're talking about today. So we'll get right into that. But also as a heads up, and I'll probably write about this right before it happens later this week, um, we're all been moving towards and now heading into the next Mercury retrograde. And everybody rolls their eyes and sighs and gets all worried about Mercury retrograde, when in fact it's just a little change in the weather. And if we work with those weather changes astrologically, it's all to our benefit and it doesn't cause us any troubles or difficulties. It just seems to do so really because we're not paying attention. And if we pay attention, there's great benefit for Mercury retrograde as in most of these alignments that happen for us here in the uh, solar system. So we should uh, make use of them as, as they're meant to be. Um, but I'll get to that after I do this analysis of these uh, various uh, personalities in the news. So let's, let's turn to that right away. Um, 
and just start off with a quick review of Donald Trump's chart. And and uh, as I as I I've always been saying here since before he was elected and after he's elected, in summing up his chart, um, he is, of course, a Gemini with his moon in Sagittarius and he has Leo rising. Those are the three most important things for any one chart is the sun, moon and rising sign. But in, in Donald Trump's case, he also has uh, this very strong configuration, uh, being born at a full moon, being born at, a, at, a, at a, an eclipse of the moon, basically, uh, the sun-moon opposition. Um, and, and with that, um, um, the sun is also right next to, leading the pattern of his chart is the planet Uranus, uh, the sun conjunct Uranus, and then moon opposite Uranus. And Uranus is the planet of individuation, freedom, independence, and originality. And anybody with a strong Uranian energy, especially next to the sun or the moon, but the sun especially, they see themselves, they're born to be an iconoclast, a breaker of icons. But Uranus being the planet that rules earthquakes, shocks, surprises, and upsets, um, the fact that it touches both the lights in his chart, both the sun and the moon, to be one, to be one is enough, but both is quite a lot makes a person inherently unstable. It's not an act, it's what he's, how he's made. Um, he has the bowl pattern, which means all the planets are in one half of the chart, one half is empty. People like that feel like they're on a mission, uh, and his mission is leading him around through life with that, that planet Uranus. Um, he has Leo rising, with the planet Mars just having risen in his chart, and that gives him a, he's driven by a need for attention and respect in this life. But with his, with the planet Pluto in his own chart in a semi-square, which is like a square to his sun, but a little different, he's equally driven to deal with these issues of power and control and wants to control others and or could trespass upon him. That's the great test of Pluto. And of course, the lesson is to learn to have self-control. Um, but probably often people who experience this violation, who violate the boundaries of others, had that experience as a young person growing up. So my, my take on this would be that he was um, shamed and abused and, and, and felt violated as a young man. And hopefully, having gone through a healing journey, he would have turned that around and become a person of measure and self-control and helping others to take control of their lives uh, if he had taken that path. Um, with Mercury, uh, the ruler of his sign of Gemini, squaring his Neptune, that makes for a great storyteller or a painter or a photographer or whatever, but also someone who really tells stories and makes stuff up. Um, and so given that he's a Gemini and com combined with this energy, he can create various and multiple and alternative views um, as he's talking about things, and often it's in the same sentence, it seems. He's quite capable of writing or saying one thing after another that in the end just don't make sense. Um, and with Saturn in Cancer, the teacher and tester in his life uh, for anybody, Saturn for him is in the sign of Cancer, which means his test in life is about security or being weighed down with insecurity and fear of being insecure. Uh, and it's also in his 11th house, which is the house of his social consciousness. And so he would be tested regarding how much he understands the need to uh, find one's happiness coming through trying to make dreams come true for many and all in terms of one's life. Uh, the major transits for Donald Trump this year and moving into next year is that, that planet Pluto, we talked about this last time and several times this year, Pluto is in conjunct his sun and he's increasingly feeling like his sense of power, Pluto, and his need to be himself or feel, fulfill himself 
are becoming more and more tenuous and feeling more upset about that, that he can't exercise the power as he wishes to, to, to preserve and protect himself. And meanwhile, Pluto will come then to oppose his um, um, Saturn all during 2020. And so that means his very titles and roles and positions that he finds himself fulfilled through or made, made real through are being opposed by opposite powers that threaten or will take it away. Um, meanwhile, also here, Neptune is moving to square his planet, Uranus, that planet of freedom, independence, and originality of being one of a kind, making him increasingly uncertain about his freedom or independence. And then Neptune moves further along in 2020 into 21, and it will square his moon and his sun. And that is a, an amazing time spiritually for a person to let go and go on a vision quest and become more um, spiritually aligned. But if, if not taken unordered correctly, can lead a person to feeling that they're losing themselves and dissolving and very confused and distraught by, by all that is sort of eroding in their life. Um, so it's going to be quite a challenging 2020 and 21 for him personally and emotionally. Um, so I thought, you know, just to recap that for what's happening in his chart, but to see what about these other people in the news that are involved in what's happening here. And certainly his one of his personal lawyers, Rudy Giuliani, is always popping up in the news so for many, many months here, um, but also now increasingly under his own um, sort of pressure, uh, given what is happening. Um, and so looking at his chart, he, like Trump, is a Gemini. Um, and, uh, and he, and he has, uh, instead though, he has the moon in Leo, uh, uh, and then he's got Virgo rising. So being a Gemini like Trump, um, Rudy also has his son conjunct Uranus too. Um, it's not in front of his son, it's in the other side of it. So it's not leading as, as it would be with, with Donald, but still anybody with a son Uranus conjunction is going to be different and see themselves as being different and a breaker of icons. Um, whereas Trump has no earth in his chart, Rudy has no water. And when, when you lack something, often it becomes something you're really compelled and engaged in, but maybe not in a very well-rounded way. So Trump would have real trouble with practicality and, and, and things of that nature and being very impractical, not grounded. And Rudy would be someone who'd be very emotional, <laughs> but, but not have any emotional sort of depth or stability. Um, though they are both mutable signs, um, this being Gemini, Rudy has a very fixed chart, many planets in fixed signs, all that Leo in his chart and his Mercury and Venus and Taurus. Um, so he's, he's got a much more determined temperament, one could say. And then he's got a more or less a wedge pattern, everything tightly bound in one part of space. Uh, with Mercury leading the pattern. Um, so he's definitely uh, a person on a mission uh, and driven to focus on certain things. But becoming so focused, he often may miss out on what's happening at the periphery and not realize how his actions and directions are leading to consequences that he's not aware of at the time. Um, both both Rudy and Trump have their ruler, Mercury, square to Jupiter. Um, so they the 10 Mercury square Jupiter makes a person uh, talk big and talk a lot and exaggerate and maybe speak too much. And they're often juggling between their lower mind, which is filled with opinions and, and suppositions and whatever, and their higher mind, which is more self-critical thoughts or objective truth. Um, but Trump has his Mercury squared in Neptune. That's what gives him their great storytelling and making up qualities.
variety of his of his thought forms. But Rudy has his Mercury square to Pluto. He's determined to win. It's more of a win-lose scenario for him in terms of thoughts and can lead to more obsessional thinking at times. Um, interestingly, both are born with Neptune rising. It's exactly riding, rising for, for Rudy. And that can, makes a person who can be many things to many people, um, but also they can get caught up in those illusions of what people project upon them. Of course, he was America's mayor after 9-11, and most of us in New York said what, because we knew him more personally and what he was doing in New York, and he was going out as a very unliked mayor right, right at that time when the election was taking place, but in a way, 9-11 saved him, but really, he then took upon that role and, and banked on it and made a lot of money, being this guy all about security. Um, supposedly. Um, so so he is someone who takes on this glamorous role in his life with using Neptune, as does Trump. But for Rudy, it's really very, very central to his uh, understanding of himself. Um, and whereas Trump has his test in cancer and security, his 11th house, Rudy has his Saturn in Gemini. Um, so and but, it, but it's also near in the 9th house, but n close to the 10th. So his test literally is the test of intelligence. Uh, and being in the ninth house, his test is the test of truth. Um, well, in, in 2019, it's kind of interesting, uh, whereas Trump has Pluto in conjunct his son, Rudy has Pluto semi-square his son, what's called sesquisquare his son. So it's a square plus a half a square. Again, a lot of pressure and feeling like the, the power I have and how I wield it to serve myself is somehow not sort of working for me as well as it was. He equally has Neptune going over his Mars, so he's becoming more confused about his actions, and, and the actions that he's taking become less self-fulfilling and more leading to either to self-sacrifice or to, um, to harming oneself uh, in ways that one didn't intend. Um, he also has Uranus square the Mars, and then it squares his Pluto. So a lot of energy similar to, but little different from Trump that says he is under a lot of pressure right now. Uh, and, and, and probably one of the more pressured times in his life is right before him here. So another character who's sort of uh, been in the news and out there quite a bit, and people are wondering which way this is going to go. A lot of chatter lately on the airwaves about John Bolton, who was, of course, the National Security Advisor uh, and left the administration all around this sort of uh, what was going on with Ukraine and with Korea, North, uh, North Korea, uh, and left the administration. And um, he, is a, he is a Scorpio um, with his moon in Cancer. Uh, he has, there was no time of birth for all the rest of these charts, so there's going to be no rising sign. So we know he's, he's a Scorpio with a moon in Cancer. Um, but that, and he has a lot of water in his chart, uh, that sun, that moon, uh, other placements that make him a very very, very passionate person, a very emotional person. Um, he has a bowl pattern like Trump, so he senses himself to be on a mission. And the leading planet of the pattern, again like Trump and somewhat like with Rudy, is Uranus. It's, it, they, they see themselves as people who break the patterns, who lead to new, uh, new qualities and conditions. Um, his son squares Saturn, so he's driven to succeed in this lifetime, and his Saturn's in Virgo, um, which means his test in life is the test of order and peace. His moon trines, no matter what time he's born, that moon will trine Mercury, so he can very 
well combine his thoughts with feelings and be a very persuasive communicator. But that Mercury in his chart also squares Pluto, just like Rudy. And so these are people who dig in and uncover information and dig in their heels and don't give in. Communication is a zero-sum game. They're winners and losers, and by, go- by golly, they're going to win. Um, but also that can lead to them losing um, if they're not careful. The whole point of communication is not to win. It's to learn what I don't know and share and grow and come maybe probably to a third way of understanding, not my way or your way, but the third way if we're evolving in some fashion. Um, John Bolton also has his Mars, the planet that rules Scorpio and rules our passion and desires in Sagittarius. So he's a person who's fighting for truth and, and fighting to assert that truth in this lifetime. Um, and, and his Jupiter, um, the planet that rules truth, um, trines his Saturn. So he has a very deep understanding about how we need to balance out opportunities for growth and the opportunities to make make sure that things are stable and lasting and firmed up. Um, So people like that have a steady, purposeful growth in life, and they're trying to hold together meaningfulness, um, what is meaningful, and what is workable. His test in life is Virgo, um, so his test is the test, again, of order and of peace in this life for him and what he creates around himself. Um, for him, the tests, the transits are in, it's really going to be completely there in 2020, but it's certainly present here in 2019. He has the planet Pluto, which happens to be the ruler of Scorpio, uh, lining up with his Venus, the planet of your values, your sense of what is beautiful, what is right and moral and true in a way. Um, Pluto scoring his Venus means he's fighting or having a battle over values in his life. And of course, the, the point is not to win, but to understand, but also to stand up for values that you shouldn't give way on uh, and not let people um, make you do or make you believe or follow values that you don't subscribe to, uh, which certainly seems to have been taking place here for him this year. What he does with that, we'll see. And meanwhile, all during 2019, the planet Neptune has trined his Mercury, which leads to a sort of an upliftment of the mind in terms of spiritual understanding and wishing to sort of elevate the thoughts to a higher thought plane. Meanwhile, that planet Uranus that's stirring everything up here for many people, um, it's, it's, it's making a beautiful contact to his Saturn, um, which indicates there's an opportunity for him to fold some new thoughts and ideas and energies into his reality and reform something. But also that planet Uranus is going across his Dharma karma line. It's Uranus on Dharma and Uranus opposite karma. Now these, these are two points in space created by where in the orbit of the moon around the Earth and the orbit of the Earth around the sun, those two circles basically intersect in two points in our yearly circuit around the sun. And when they do so, um, they are when the sun, moon, and earth are all in the same plane. So there can be uh, lunar or solar eclipses. That's just what, what brings it about. They're all lined up. So for, for him, um, I would say that this, this alignment of Uranus coming over the pointer in a chart of where you're coming from and where you're going, your, your Dharma karma, means this is a year, a very special year in John Bolton's life. Uh, in regard to this, that this is a year where he should be prepared for the unexpected. That's Uranus. And in these unexpected things, the doors will open and close in his life. 
uh, and something in my past will come back into my life, but something now, uh, unexpected turn happens, and I really, really find out that I thought I was on a path, but now I see my path has changed, and I find where I really belong, and even discover some new group of people or a new exciting opportunity, but it's definitely a year when his life has this quality of doors opening and closing and being shook up, but it could be a calling to getting onto one's right and true path in life, not that one was on it incorrectly before, but it becomes uh, directed in some way in a very meaningful way uh, during 2019. And maybe these events that we have been witnessing are part of that. Oh, we'll see. Um, and and I, I, I think those are the major points I wanted to make regarding his chart. Um, and again, we, we can talk about these if we need to, but I thought now let's turn to, as we would say, the other side or other players in this great drama that's unfolding for us. And, and we want to understand that what's happening here is history um, and that all these people that are out there are historical figures acting out historical qualities and conditions and, and meanings for us to pay a tea to and learn the lessons of life and spiritual training for all of us here. So Trump is serving, like all people who are out there breaking and challenging the system and being iconoclasts, that's their job. And so they do a job of breaking things apart and breaking things down. And other people are preserving and protecting and other people are trying to bring in the new world. So everybody's got a job to do. Um, when we're looking at someone like Nancy Pelosi, for instance, well, here we have someone who's born in the, under the first sign, the sign of Aries, with her moon in Scorpio. Again, there's no time of birth so far, so there's no ascendant here. We don't know what it is. But that's fascinating because Aries and Scorpio are the two signs in ancient astrology that were governed by the planet Mars. Aries is fiery idealism and being a leader for progressive and idealistic movements. Scorpio is a sign of passion and drive and forging deeper unions and combinations. So the sun-moon combo of Aries and Scorpio is one of the most toughest and resolute in astrology. She has a very fixed chart, so she's very determined. Many planets in fixed signs. Um, a lot of Taurus in her chart, along with that moon in Scorpio. Um, so, so, and she has that sun in her chart trining Pluto. So she has an extremely strong will. Um, she has an open angle or locomotive pattern with Mercury leading. Those are people who feel they're on a path and growing and expanding and, acc and accumulating more as they grow up and out in the world. Um, and as long as they got a, a, a purpose and a goal and a vision they're reaching for, they keep going. Um, with Mercury sextile Uranus, she's a very creative thinker. And with that Mer Mercury opposite Neptune, she's very imaginative too, like a storyteller, like, like Trump, but maybe different. Um, her Mercury also trines her moon, no matter what time she's born. And so that makes her, again, a very persuasive communicator. Uh, we had that same Mercury moon alignment happening for, uh, for John Bolton. And so people like that um, really connect because you sense they're really behind what they're saying. Their feelings and their mind are lined up. They're people who are, you know, really intelligent at times, but they're, sometimes they can be really boring. And they're people who are really passionate sometimes, but we can't figure out what they're saying. But people like this know how to weave together thought with feeling and really leave a lasting impression, carry the message to the heart and the mind of the other person or persons. Um, 
Um, Nancy has her Jupiter in Aries, her own sign. And so the search for truth for her is enthusiastic and it's guided by the power of positive thinking. Her Saturn, her test in life, is the test, is in Taurus, it's the test of value. You know, what is value? Where does value come from? How do we create and preserve and protect it are things that she's focused upon. Um, for 2019, uh, Nancy's having Neptune go over her Mercury, and that means her mind is more inspired on the one hand in terms of clarity and clear seeing, clairvoyance, seeing through to the truth of things, but it also can make the mind wander and sort of drift off and maybe not be there at times. So she can feel at times confused or, or drifting and at times have this moment of clarity where everything is clear to her. That's Neptune to Mercury. It's kind of strange. Um, meanwhile, though, thankfully, Saturn is sextiling her Mercury. That's bringing more clarity and, and focus. While Saturn squares her Jupiter and Saturn squares her Dharma karma line. So she's definitely at a turning point in terms of where she's taking her life now. And events are happening now that maybe move her from one path that she was on to another path. Um, in 2020, Saturn will square her Saturn and oppose her Pluto, which shows there is a great battle ahead here, uh, right at the beginning and through maybe through 2020 that she is engaged in. Um, so, so, of course, one of the principal people running the, the investigation right now uh, in the impeachment inquiry is Adam Schiff, um, the head of the Intelligence Committee in the House. And uh, he is, of course, um, a person who has his, he is a cancer, uh, with his moon in Gemini. Again, unfortunately, we have no time of birth for him, no ascendant. But here we have a person who has a very watery chart. People who are very watery have this ability to perceive and apprehend things beyond conscious knowing. They have strong intuition, great awareness, but also great warmth and connection to other people. Um, you can feel them, and, and it's a real feeling. It's not faked at all. But he also has a very cardinal chart. And cardinal people, there's four cardinal signs, the Aries and Libras, the Cancers and the Capricorns. They're the doers. They're the ones who see a problem, let's do something. Um, and so Adam Schiff is someone who's on it, and he's going to take action. Just like Nancy, being an Aries, they're people who engage and do and lead. Um, Adam has his son conjunct Venus, so there's a very strong alignment between his values and sense of what is right and wrong. He has his son sextile Mars and Pluto, and then that Mars trines his Pluto. Talk about a will and a determination to uncover and go deeper than most people. He certainly has that. Um, for, for Adam, uh, his Jupiter, that planet of truth, it's in the sign of Sagittarius, which is this Jupiter's sign that it rules. And so that means for him, the whole purpose and one's path in life is about the search for truth. And that Jupiter trines his Mars and that Pluto. So he's got this sort of grand trine of energy here, leading him to be someone who's quite insightful and quite driven to uncover and discover the truth. His test in life, Saturn for him is in Capricorn, so he faces the test of responsibility. And that means that one must work towards self-fulfillment, but also carry off one's responsibilities in a dutiful and meaningful way, otherwise you could fall. Uh, for Adam in 2019, 
Neptune is sextiling his Saturn, so his his visions and dreams, or he's trying to incorporate that into the practical application of his duties and activities right now. Uranus is trining his Pluto, so he's definitely feeling not a disconnect from power, but feeling like his mission with power is to fulfill individual rights and responsibilities. But moreover, Adam was born um, with his Saturn in Capricorn, and indeed, this is his Saturn return year here in 2020. 20 and 2019 and 2020 um and so this is a year where he's definitely moving from the second third of life from 29 to 58 and now moving into the third part of life from from 60 onwards where life has to take on new meanings but in that regard all during 2020 saturn will be opposite his mercury and squaring his mars not the same thing as Nancy, but certainly feeling a lot of pressure mentally and in terms of actions in his life. He's got to be very careful what he says and how he acts all during 2020. Uh, for Jerry Nadler, um, he is the person who runs the, uh, the, um, uh, the, the, uh, the, what's the exact committee? It has to do with law. I'm, I'm just blanking right now. I'm sorry. But he, <laughs> Jerry, Jerry Nadler is the one who will be then acting upon whatever is found in the, in, in the other committees discovering evidence. He would be one drawing up the charges. So it's that the, house, the legal committee for the House. And I'm blanking on the name for that, but apologize. Um, Jerry is a, a Gemini with his moon in Aries. Again, we have no time of birth, so there's no ascendant. Gemini-Aries combination, the Sun and Gemini, the Moon and Aries, is probably one of the most intelligent and quick combinations in the, in the zodiacal combinations. So this is a sharp person, a quick person, an agile person when it comes to mental acuity uh, and, and, and being on top of things. Um, he also has his son, again, conjunct Uranus. So it's remarkable how several people here, and of course, they're all people born in the 40s uh, when Uranus was in Gemini. And so Rudy and Donald and Jerry all are Uranian people. Um, and, and so they all are people who would break the mold and shatter norms and try to be more inventive and serve the cause of individuality and freedom hopefully serving others, not just oneself, of course. Uh, like how could I be free if not all others aren't free, ideally? Um, his Mercury is in Cancer and sextile Mars, so that gives him a very sharp but practical application of his mind, Mars in sextile to Mercury. And his Mercury also trines Jupiter, which elevates his understanding to bigger issues and broader concepts, and the mind is guided by higher principles, given that shaping by the planet Jupiter. His Jupiter is in the sign of Scorpio. So the search for meaning and truth for Jerry Nadler is passionate and deep and endows him with an X-ray-like vision. For him, Saturn, the teacher and tester, is in the sign of Leo. So for him, he faced the tests of respect and honor in this lifetime. Um, I realize I didn't do his transits and such, so if you just hold on with me for one second, I'll go in there and let the computer do the work for me, <laughs> which, again, back in the day, we couldn't do this kind of stuff. We would just sort of do our best by looking at ephemerises and looking where planets were and telling a client what's going on and write it down in advance, of course, before sessions, but on the fly like this. But here, 
with a modern computer, you just click a button and one, two, three, we have more calculations than we know what to do with. Um, so the major influences in, in, in his chart this year is increasingly during 2020, he's getting a lot of pressure coming into his life mentally as Pluto moves to his Mercury but not so evident right now. Um, but here we go again. He has, in terms of that Dharma Karma thing, like for, it was for John Bolton, and also I believe it was for, um, I think, Adam Schiff. The alignment to the Dharma Karma line means you've come to a point in your life when you realize the path you're on is now changing, and it's definitely happening there also for, for Adam, for, um, um, oh, I'm sorry, that's why it's there. I chose the wrong person. God, see, that's, you got to make sure you know what you're doing. Uh, i got to do Jerry Nadler's. I, I said, that looks very familiar, and it was. Uh, so what's happening for Jerry? Uh, he's having this adjustment in terms of how he wields his power. The same thing that's happening in Donald Trump's chart is happening in Jerry Nadler's chart. Uh, that Pluto to in conjunct Uran to his Pluto means that powerful changes are taking place around him and inside of himself. And he's having to deal with power that is wielded correctly or a power that's turned sour and maybe he wants to turn away from it. So he's, it's how you wield your power that determines whether it's working for you. If you understand the sources of the power, the job you hold, and you serve its ends, then this adjustment can be made. If you're serving ends other than that power, where it comes from, whether you're serving a family or a community or a country, um, then then you're you're more more disconnected from that power and feel this yawning gap there. So it all depends on how he carries out his duties. He's very inspired this year. Mercury's Neptune's going over his Mercury, so his mind is sort of guided by higher principles and thoughts. Um, and then that continues on with Neptune to his Jupiter in 2020. Um, so again, he feels that he is at a very special point in terms of uh, the spiritual um, higher um, inspirations of one's life are now aligning with his basic understanding of what he believes to be true and right. Um, and I think that those are the most important things to consider in his chart. Okay, um, so I hope that was interesting. I hope that was helpful understanding some of these people were watching in the news day in, day out, and what they're going through and what makes them tick. There's, of course, a lot more in doing a real reading and I'm a lot more detailed, but that was something. Um, but I also wanted just to mention that coming up here once again, October 31st, yes, on Halloween, uh, we're going to have Mercury turn retrograde in the morning uh, and stay retrograde until November 20th. Um, so for those three weeks, as we always say, when Mercury is retrograde, it's time for all of us to realize the weather's changed and to turn, see our minds are turning back on themselves. And we need therefore to be realized we're more self and introspective, therefore in connecting to any other and also receiving from any other, we're more compromised. We've got to pay much more attention. Otherwise, confusion and misunderstandings will mount up. So that's something to be careful about. Um, but, but also, um, for all of us, it's an opportunity to go back and repair and renew our minds and take this time for clarification and for re resolution of things that were not understood correctly or thought through clearly. We can do a lot of healing mentally. It's taking place in the sign of Scorpio. Whatever sign it's going through usually is in focus. So those questions about unions and joint ventures, our debts and financing and tax issues for on the more material plane. But emotionally and spiritually, it's about looking at how we two become one, how we 
how me how my as one person works with many others how do we do this and what must we give up and what must we hold on to to be true to ourselves will be questions that will be dominating our thoughts and conversations for those of you who may be aware that this can actually go longer than this, there is these, another way of looking at Mercury retrograde, whereby when it enters that retrograde zone, in other words, it's going to stop moving forward seemingly. Of course, it's just them. It, Mercury's passing us in the inside track. Nobody's going backwards for real, but it appears to be. But it enters a place that it will then retrograde back to. Um, and it, it crossed that point in space on October the 11th, actually. And it retrogrades back to that point by November 20th and then turns direct. And it doesn't get back to where it turned retrograde on October 31st until December 7th. Well, that makes retrograde last really two months, as you could see. So that's a lot to ask for. So we say it's more like three weeks from the end of October to the third week in November in this case. But there can be a little wigginess on either end as it's moving back to getting back to the place it was uh, when it went retrograde, and that will take us till December 7th. But for most of us, those conditions do apply for these three weeks from October 31st to November 20th. Uh, it's okay if things get delayed and pushed back and we sort of push off decisions and keep mulling things over. If you can avoid signing contracts and big agreements, all the better. But if you have to, maybe it just means having to negotiate it again further down the road. Nothing to get too upset about. It's just a time, an opportunity to clear the mind and, and, and go inward and, f and figure some things out. Something we all need to do uh, at a, on a regular basis, but this provides a great opportunity for everybody to do that now. Okay? Well, I hope that was all uh, helpful and informative and clear, um, and I hope you've all enjoyed that. Um, I see in so doing this very long talk that my callers have dropped off, and I have no one left <laughs> to talk to, uh, and I apologize. Maybe I should have made my, uh, my, my chat a little shorter, uh, but I did want to put out there all these various... Um, um, sort of um, sort of mini sketches on these major players right now uh, acting on the historical stage and I hope that you all found that useful and of course this will be available as a podcast so people can sort of um, listen to it uh, when they get a chance to later on but uh, with nobody waiting to talk to I suppose I could end my show a little earlier today and get back to other work that I have to do. So I'm just, I'll just hold on here for another minute in case somebody calls in now uh, who is hearing me saying that nobody's there and they think, oh, I can get in now. Um, you could do so. Um, and, and maybe what I just wanted to reiterate, um, again, looking at things historically, is you know what's happening here. As all this is happening with these various people, um, you know, Trump and Giuliani and all that, uh, what's going on in the USA chart? Why Why now? What's happening here now? And of course, the bigger news out there, of course, for all of us is that indeed the planet Pluto is marching through Capricorn and the whole world's experiencing a time when foundations and institutions are struck and break down and fall apart. That's why it's happening on a worldwide basis and the U.S. is being caught up in that. And so we're dealing with this shattering of, of structures and the need to reform and rebuild them. And meanwhile, while Pluto goes through Capricorn, well, Saturn's joined it here for those several years, uh, here in 18 and 19 into 20. But it begins to transition into, into Aquarius in 2020, and we'll talk about that, and getting there to stay by the end of 2021. Um, but in so doing, Saturn, as it goes through Capricorn here, 
has been squaring the U.S. Saturn all this year, which is a little, it's very challenging because Saturn's in our 10th house of the executive. Yes, Saturn's in the 10th house of the executive branch uh, and of our rulership. And of course, Saturn in the 10th house of the U.S. chart indicates we are a country governed by, as Saturn says, of law. We're a country of laws, not men. And then Saturn squaring that, and we'll line up with Saturn every seven or eight years or so, means that's tested in some significant way. Um, and so we see that happening repeatedly as we grapple with um, this. And, and, and in terms of when this particular series of alignments to Saturn has happened before, in, back in 88, 91, and 59, 62, and 1929 to 33, 30, 29 to 32, we've also had some very strong economic and social disruptions occurring in those periods. So it's, it's a choppy time. But the bigger thing coming, of course, is the planet Pluto, again, uh, will move over the U.S. Mercury um, building in here in 2019 and over in 2020, showing that we're going through a great struggle in terms of our understanding of ourselves and our thought forms and our ways of communicating with one another. Um, as Pluto marches more and more to align with itself, and we have what's called a Pluto return in the USA chart in the coming years as well. So some pretty powerful changes uh, taking place here. Well, again, uh, with with uh, no one there hanging on right now, I will, uh, I'll exit the show for now. And uh, again, you can listen to it as a podcast. And I'll hopefully schedule another show in the next week or so uh, to continue other discussions about other, other conditions uh, around and, uh, and topics of interest. And I look forward to, to speaking to you all then at, in the near future. Bye for now.